welcome. And thanks for tuning in to the Ears to You podcast, where we have interesting conversations between plumbing industry experts about matters pertaining to the South African plumbing industry. Let's start the conversation. How was your guys' weekend? Uh, we had a very chilled meeting as I got my visa stamp to leave Cape Town on uh, Wednesday, uh, sorry, on Friday evening. It just told you that when your boarding pass is K-A-K, you know, your, your reference number or your whatever is K-A-K-J-A, so Katya. So that was really where I was going back from Cape Town. Uh, but it was it was really good. And then obviously playing catch up a little bit over the weekend in terms of being away from the office. But yeah, all good. Yeah, 100%. Ben and yourself? Okay. Yeah, so, well, I, I stayed on down in Cape Town and uh, visited with some friends of ours that just um, they moved down to Paul. So, we, we spent the weekend visiting with them, which was very pleasant, yeah. Yeah, I, I caught some catch-up as well, you know, because, uh, you, you know, I, uh, you know they, they, well, I don't think people realize how busy we during the week. You know, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah, you like, you know, you, yeah, Steve always uses the analogy of that duck above water. You think we're sailing a lot, but underneath mm. our feet are going like crazy. You know, yeah. and, uh, I mean, as as you look at it, it's that catch up that's the issue. I mean, you know, this week I've got a, when I say a relatively quiet week, I'm going up into the Midlands to go and help a plumber up there. But, um, you know, the, the issue is next week, I mean, just to give the, the audience an idea of where we're going. I mean, we've been in Cape Town, I've been in East London. Uh, we're going down to George next week. Uh, then we're up in the Free State. We're in Bethlehem. Then we're in Bloemfontein. And then we've got uh, Joburg. And then we are off to Nelspruit. Cool. So, you know, that's in, the, that's in the, the next three to four weeks. So right. it's a oh, massive see. amount of travel cool. and go. Okay. Yeah, right. we're playing catch up from the two so years. What, what you, so, so, Steve, just to, just to get my head around that one. So you, uh, um, you're just visiting. Is that right? But just visiting the regions. Is that right? Yeah, so we've, you know, between Brendan and I, and, you know, we've been chatting, you know, it's, it's getting to the front of the plumber. I think, you know, Brendan, we experienced it or you experienced it while we were down in Cape Town. You know, we can do all the things online and everything, but it's actually getting to, to in front of the plumber. You know, it's being that focal point, letting them see who we are. So, you know, again, and we've done some training in KZN. We've done some uh, business training down in, in um in Cape Town, we, we did installers training, which again, when it comes to you know, the synergy between PIRB and IOPSA is that, you know, with IOPSA doing the audits, we're finding that uh, the licensed plumber, who's not the guy who's doing the work, uh, it's his installer and the guy that's in the truck. And, and they're just falling a little bit short in terms of understanding the non-compliance, the requirements for it, and obviously the implications if you get it wrong. So we, we started an initiative here in KZN. Uh, it's now been done in Joburg. Hedy did a, a great job with uh, Patrick up in Joburg. And we did it in Cape Town. We've done it East London, Farm in KZN. And we've really seen the, the, the plumbers, the licensed plumbers coming back and saying that since their staff have attended this, uh, their comebacks and their attention to detail is that much greater. So that's one of the objectives that we had going down there, obviously meeting with the committees and then obviously an IOPSA plumbers evening and evening. So um, it's a jam-packed sort of program that we're doing, not to fly in and just fly out. It's possibly engaged with the building control officers, uh, the meet and greets, uh, getting the structures of the committees and, and seeing where their vision is and what they're doing. So it's been quite successful. Uh, the one in Nelspruit we're doing with uh, Interact Media. They're doing a one-day, rather than the uh, uh, plum drain, they're having that mobile sort of, uh, uh, what do they call it, Brendan? It's a 
plumbing traveling show. exhibition. Yeah, they call it Correct. the plumbing traveling exhibition. So we're going down there, uh, Steve Fonsal and myself. I think we're going to go down there and have a look and, and see and then obviously deliver one of the, the components that Lee, you and I have worked on is the, you know, the cost of being in business. We just find yesterday I got a, a leaflet from a guy, 270 rand an hour. You know, he's doing that to service all your caps and you do this, you know. And it is impossible. And I think that that's what we found when we asked the guys, you know, what is your rate and how did you get to it? So it's about... Um, yeah, engaging with the plumber and trying to get him going. As an example, we had a chap up in Howick. Um, I sat with him and another guy for a good couple of hours. And his rate was 230 rand an hour. And, and when I started breaking it down with him, he actually realized that it's eating soup with a fork. You know, you'll stay busy, but you'll starve. And when I saw him a couple of weeks ago, he's changed his rate. He hasn't gone massively over. And he said to me, look, he's lost a bit of business, but he's actually making more money. And, and that was the bottom line for him is that he's adjusted these rates. He's identified certain things that he needs to have and he's increased it. And uh, yes, he's lost the percentage, but when he looks at his turnover and what he's doing and his profitability, he can afford that because he's working, you know, for not necessarily the right rate now, but he's getting there and he understands the question. Yeah. So I think that's in a nutshell of where we're going. And these are the things that Brendan does it every day. You do it. I yeah. do it. You know, twenty four seven. Is that it's it's massive. Yeah, Steve. Just 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 to maybe just elaborate a little bit on that one is that, and maybe I'll just ask Brendan this one because I mean, obviously he's engaging with the members on a daily basis. But this aspect of you know, when you said to me this guy is charging two hundred and seventy rand, you know, I've been out of the the industry for the last five six years, but the fundamentals are still there. You know, it's not yeah. rocket science stuff. <laughs> Just by doing it, a simple extrapolation by taking your 270 rand, times it by eight hours, times it by 22, 22 um, hours a day, you know, sorry, 22 days a month, I mean, you're barely just breaking even. And that's assuming you're working eight hours flat out. And, and, uh, Brendan, I mean, yeah. I, I, it, you know, we, from, from my OPSIS point of view and from PRRB's point of view, we're continuously putting that information out, you know, from that point of view. And what do you think the challenge is that the guys just, I mean, they're not grasping it. Well, where do you think the biggest problem is with regards to that one? Because we continuously advocate this process. I think, Lee, you're quite right, but I think the, the important part is um, this is a difficult thing to do in a, in a webinar kind of format. And that's why we've chosen, uh, you know, Steve, Steve tells the story, he starts in Cape Town and he ends in Cairo. There's a little bit of detail in between that. Um, and I think it's important that we discuss that. And Brendan, exactly Brendan, let me just, why, just quickly just stop you there. Uh, just to be clear, uh, we're not sending Steve to Cairo. Just in case some of our listeners now all jump in. No, no, oh, no. You see, yeah, they're spending no, our money and sending everybody off to Cairo now. It's actually Mauritius, uh, to uh, be honest okay, with you. But Steve. we still thought Cairo. You know, take Cairo sounded better. Sorry, Brendan. Carry on. Yeah, no. But so, so we, you know, it's, it's important to really sit down with, uh, with guys and, and help them to work through the actual costs in their own businesses. Because, you know, sticking it up on a website, uh, on a webinar or something like that, um, sometimes we utilize tech, uh, terminology that, that people don't fully understand um, or they find it difficult to, uh, to, to find the practicality of it in their very own business. So if we sit down with a smallish group, um, as, as Steve and, and, and these guys have done, uh, and really work through it, it takes a little bit more time. You can't do it in 20 minutes. You need at least... 
at least a morning or an afternoon, but probably better to take a, a full day or two and really work through it with the plumber in the costs that he has or she has in their own business. And then we find that the penny drops. And you know what, Lee, I mean, at the end of the day, the three of us will all agree, I think, is we're not trying to get the price up per se. That's not what we're trying to do. We're also not trying to get the price down per se. What we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure that, that um, especially the younger plumbers, understand their cost and charge an appropriate price that will allow them to earn a living, number one, uh, number two is to have uh, a little bit left over so that they can train their staff and that they can use compliant products and and that sort of thing and really build a sustainable business. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, 100%. yeah, because we actually give them a budget. We actually give them, you know, like it's a standard budget with a couple of things. And, you know, again, there's the should-haves and the must-haves. And I think that the biggest thing is that that fear. Sorry, Steve. Out, if I can call Sorry, it Steve. It's not a. It's not. It's a template, right? It's a template. Yeah, it's a yeah. template that they, they can use to create their own budget. But I think that the, the biggest thing is that when the guys when they see it and they you know we had one guy in the business uh, one that we had in Durban he was like oh God I know where you oaks are going now I know what's going to happen but you know when you actually sat down with him and you said okay just off the top of your head start putting those items into that template. And then let's start seeing where you're going. And, you know, we're not taking Saturdays and Sundays because we should be making a living or a good living, you know, between a Monday and a Friday. So we don't take in the Saturdays and Sundays. But what we're finding is that, you know, that there's no structure in terms of if you ask the individual, what do you earn? What does the company actually pay you? And it's what's left over, you know, and it's like, you know, the wife, you know, or the girlfriend works in the business and there's not a there's not a fee structure for them to earn an income. So there's a whole lot of things, you know, when we talk about insurance and retirement annuities and, and key man or, or uh, medical uh, aid, what's the other one that we have? The medical aid is another one. I mean, you know, medical aid is a key one for that. And then an income protector, you know, a lot of the guys that we meet, you know, they're all riding uh, bicycles and motorbikes and off-roading and whatever, you know, it just takes one, you know, tackle or one, you know, slip with a wheel and boom, you know, your business is at risk. And we've seen many over our years of, of, of being in this business where there's an individual who's built a business and just, you know, unfortunately gets sick. And everything that you work for in the last 20 years is gone, you know. So it's to try and do that. So when we – I just find that, like like Brendan says, that the, the, the penny drops, you know, when they sit there. And, you know, not everybody's the same. It's not price fixing. It's it's structure this that, that you can be comfortable. You know, how many times we see uh, plumbers working every public holiday and Saturdays and Sundays where family gets affected. You know, we all need that time to rest and recuperate. And and it's just not there because you're chasing the almighty rant. Uh, yeah. You know, Friday is trying to money, balance so the books. We don't know how to do it. Yeah, well, so, that's the problem. And, and I think I think for me is uh, Steve that you know, firstly, you know, as you know, I, I don't have much patience. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, so, I have so, the patience of a saint. <laughs> yeah, we are, Steve. That's like calling the kettle black. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for me, you know, the, the I think the challenge for me is trying to you know because. You know, when you look at somebody or something and you see, and you just see the answer, if you know what I'm saying, and then you look at the next person yeah. and says, well, this is so basic, why don't you see that answer? So that's a failure, I think, on my side, you know, and I'm trying to say, but it's simple. This is not rocket science. That's mm. number one point I want to make. But that's on my side. 
and, and I guess I say, you know, when you said to me that 270 rand, you know, my brain had already jumped and done the calculations is not in a million years. It wouldn't have worked. You know, mm-hmm. you, can, you can stand on your head, you know, whatever it is, it's not a sustainable rate. And I think it's very important to understand. It's not, it's not making millions and millions. It's about being sustainable. And then you start adding the jam on top. That's point number one. Yeah. Point number two is that I want to just bring across is that I think one of the failures for a plumber or the plumbing industry is that they don't step back and say, well, okay, let's just stop mm. and let's put our heads down and concentrate. And let's, yeah. you know, I always say uh, 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 anything that happens in your business, you can manage it through, you mm. know, as long as you step back out of the situation and don't, don't, don't lose your head around it, you know, don't run and scream and shout. And I think, I think that's important, you know, in this process is that as we're going unpacking it is guys stop Think and let's move forward. You know, like a building. When you build a yeah. building, if you build a crappy foundation, you're going to have a, you're going to have pro- endless problems. So get your foundation right. Once you understand your cost to be in business, that's your scorecard. I mean, yeah. look, imagine looking at a rugby match, um, mm. and 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 there's no score up. You just don't know what you know. What's the target? What are you chasing? You know, you you got a, your your tail between your legs. You just don't know where you go to. And I think that's that's very much. Uh, it's uh, that's an important message for me to get across is that guys slow down and I don't, I don't mean slow down in your business just take two or three hours or four hours stop concentrate put your mind to it and put those checks and balances in place in your budget because then your budget leads from a whole lot of other things yeah agreed and i think that you know the failing within our uh, our industry and is that you know we talk to be good plumbers but, you know, I experienced it and it took a while and a couple of knocks and, you know, closing businesses and people money is that, you know, being a good plumber doesn't necessarily make you a good business person. And therefore, the objective is to make yourself better. And I think for me, that was it. When I got an accountant into my business and he's just the one point that sticks with me is cost is fact and profit is policy is that if it costs you 10 rand, it costs you 10 rand. That, that's a fact. And, and we were in business to make money. Nobody's out there as a charity, you know, to be able to do it if you're running a business. And you've got to look at it from a financial point of view. Take those emotional things out. You know, we keep hearing plumbers saying, I left this on the table. Why? You know, why are we leaving it on the table? Because, you know, if we're going to sponsor a job, then get some stickers made. And I think those are real reality checks that we've got to look at. Understand that cost of being in business. And, and, and again, you know, we all have this issue about CPD. You know, everybody goes about standards. But, you know, for the amount of times, you know, I follow a chap by the name of Roger Wakefield. He's an American plumber. He's about the same age as me. And he's got this thing on YouTube. But, you know, this morning I was, I was looking at it and he's got one becoming a rich plumber. And it's not about price, it's about service. You know, you know, somebody can be at 275 rand an hour, but, you know, they might take six, seven hours to get there. But if you can provide that service, that level of professionalism that we keep talking about, about being that professional plumber across all aspects of your business, from the time you answer the phone to the time the guy gets to the door. And the other key element is, is in the States, again, um, is about those add-on sales. It's about becoming that salesman. They've got a problem, but I'm sure they've got others. And, and I think those are the things that we need to, from a plumbing industry point of view, it's not about ripping the client off or whatever, but it's it's building that sustainable business based on sheer professionalism and adding value to yourself. I mean, become a sponge, you know, just, just absorb yeah, anything when it comes to, to running a business. You know how to solve the pipes and put geezers in, but you know, what about the business? Like? 
But it's you're not not so, unique to plumbers, uh, Steve. No, it's, yes. Yeah. Uh, you, now, particularly yeah. with artisans, is uh, everybody pretty much expects an artisan to end up owning their own business. If you think about it, a plumber, yeah. electrician, carpenter, uh, motor mechanic, um, boiler maker. Everybody kind of expects that uh, that 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 person is going to go through an apprenticeship and a period of time working for a company and gain some experience and then end up running their own business. But nowhere through that education process um, is business learned. Nowhere. Yeah. And, and, and not even in schools, Brendan. Yeah. Or the not even in school. I mean, we talk, we talk about school environment. Mm. Yeah. yeah. When you leave school, they don't even know what – I mean, I, we had a young, a young chap at our business, yeah, and he receives his first paycheck and he goes, what's this PAYE thingy mm. that I have to pay every month? I thought I was getting – 10,000 rand a month, yeah. and now I get this. We had to, I mean, I'm going, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, it's anyway. Just, and, and, it's, and it's a learned a learned thing. You can talk to anybody that's in business, any any plumber listening to this that, that's been in business for a while. You learn this stuff. Mm. So, uh, so what we're trying to do is we're trying to kind of fast track that, um, kind of pass on a lot of that knowledge um, especially, you know, I mean, that that knowledge comes from Chris Burgess, from Steve, from Lee, from myself, um, Gary McNamara. So there's some some uh, very experienced people that have put their input into that program to make it really meaningful to the plumbers. And, you know, what we're really trying to do is we're trying to help them not to pay those big school fees about yeah. uh, you know <clears throat> where, where where they really get into trouble in their businesses and uh, and i think uh, uh, Brendan, i think sorry yeah go ahead Lee. Brendan, go i was ahead, just going to say i think what's very important to understand is that that, that uh, to the listeners that, that you know they look at maybe the likes of steve and myself and the chris burgesses of the world and you know they think that you know we achieved this i wouldn't say overnight but they don't realize how many times we have failed as well because mm. you only see the successes. Yeah. You know, and, and, and in the same token is that we're just taking this knowledge and saying let's pass it on to the – because the reality is at the end of the day, guys, I can tell you now, you're going to fail. <laughs> but yeah. firstly, get the knowledge now up front. So if you do fail, you can fail smartly. That's mm. important. Well, like Clive Maxwell said, yeah. failing forward. You know, when you read his book, Failing Forward, you know, um, you know, it's what we learn. And I think we learn from everything. And as I say, you know, I've gone through businesses, you know, some of the biggest challenges, you know, is one about asking, you know, uh, for money, you know, because you, you, you're you not taught on how to do that. And then the other one is, is you know, communication between your suppliers. And I think that's one of the key things that, that I learned is that, you know, rather than not taking that phone call, is, is take that phone call, go and have a meeting because it's a partnership. You know, if you're in with Plumbing or ONTAP or whichever supplier, they're in business with you. They want you to succeed. And as soon as you know, we have some delays or issues, you know, then we start, you know, pulling back. And I was one of those rather than going to go and sit down and, and work a plan, you know. So, and those are things that I've learned is that communication and seeing the, 
emergent as as a partner within your business because they want you to succeed they'll they'll help you they have the guidance in which to do that and and there are so many opportunities but we just don't take them you know sometimes we throw those instructions out the window as we do with anything we're going to build but you know it's to look at that and you know you're not going to walk out there and change but at least the supplier or the merchant whoever you're working for um you know and it may come back down to a contract they're not paying you uh, you know, are those contracts in place? You know, the, the merchants and you know can assist you in those and guide you in those. So, you know, these are what we want to do. Um, yeah. I'll never forget with Mike Drake when when I first got involved with IOPS right in the beginning, is that that was Mike's goal was to try and help the plumbers uh, not go through the experiences that he had, and that imparted in me because who else could you find? Who could you chat to? Uh, we had a, a new member, which I was telling uh, Brendan about, and, and in all my years of being in IOPS, I've never seen it this way. Uh, and it was like a penny drops. And uh, with this new member, he just said to me, you know, if I become a member, all of you become part of my team. And I think that resonated with me, Lee, in that that is correct. You know, he's got Brendan from a business point of view, he's got myself, you've got uh, all of the committee, the technical, the, the marketing, geez, you, you know, for your membership, you just look at what you're getting. You've just added to your team and you're not alone anymore. And I think that resonated just like a, a huge, not a penny. It was that's a pound that fell. And that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, 100%. Anyway, yeah. gentlemen, we're getting towards, you know, our half an hour. Because um, I said we wanted to make this sweet and short. Um, just, uh, just a quick thing, Brendan, in the next couple of two weeks, you know, next week, to anything that you want to just highlight you know, that's going to happen um, other than the road shows? You know, the main focus for us this week and for the next couple of weeks, Lee, is to get uh, the team out and about um, throughout the country, just getting back to the plumbers. We've, we've, we've lost that connection to a degree due to COVID. Uh, you know, so keep an eye on our social media. And um, if you see we in your area, please feel free, pop, pop across, come and meet us, come and have a chat. Let's see if we can help you in some way. Steve and yourself? Yeah, I think uh, for me, as I say, I'm, I'm playing a bit of catch-up. I know that uh, I'm just preparing now for, for South Cape right. in terms of going down there. And then, um, you know, obviously going up, I've uh, got an issue with, a, again, it's a topic that we maybe need to just you know, add on, where the plumber's been left to design and install. And, uh, you know, it's one of those where, um, you know, if you don't know your standards, how do you pass a job? So we're trying to assist and guide there. And it's, I think it's a point that comes across uh, in terms of, you know, unpacking that, you know, where we uh, we tend to have the plumber thrown in the deep end for a job that you may be not too sure of. Uh, you know, so there, there's a whole lot of issues there. But, and I think for me, it's just, uh, as we do every day, Lee, it's, it's just being there for the plumber, you know, being available whenever we can. And uh, obviously the highlight being uh, going down to South Cape and, and, and meeting yeah. the guys and the auditors. Yeah, that's one of the things that we, we touch base with them in the Cape is just touching base with our auditors one-on-one, which is really good. We haven't seen them for a couple of years. And then uh, just dealing with the issues that come up in the region. So quite exciting times down there. 100%. And that's, that's in between all the other stuff that we do. Hey, I mean, you yeah, must, of uh, course. So, so you guys are running around there on PRLB side, as you know, that we're launching the Master Plumber. But uh, let's not get into that one. I think that will be a topic for next time. Have a little bit of a discussion around that one. And then uh, off the top of my head, I can think we've got uh, um, the insurance meeting. Is that correct, Brendan? Tomorrow, our quarterly yeah. meeting that we just yes. sit with the insurance sector and have a conversation with them, you know, how things are going, you know, from their side, if there's any expectations. Uh, bring across our concerns as well from that point of view. Um, phew, I can go look at my diary. 
yeah. um, like all the other engagements. But yeah, I think the biggest one for us yeah, from a PRLB's point of view is the last on the ma- uh, the launch of the Master Plumber. But that's for next time. Right, yeah, guys. Um, uh, you know, I, I did say that we're going to end with maybe a bit of a fact. I don't know if you got one, Brendan. Uh, no, you caught me with my pants down. No, I haven't got oh, it. <laughs> I'm oh. glad we haven't got the camera on. Yes, that would yeah. be <laughs> Steve, did you manage to pull a fact out? Uh, one, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think oh, yeah, we uh, go. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, yeah, guys, here's a quick one, guys. So, so uh, Frederick Biar. Frederick Bjor was the um, the inventor of Pringles, okay. you know, the stacking of the uh, the uniformities. And you know that he was buried in a Pringles can. That was his wish. Okay. He has, an, he has another one. He says, just out of interest, uh, can you guess which which of the flavors he chose to be buried in? I don't know which one. No idea. No the idea. original. The original. The original. Well, that yes. would have made a statement. That would have made a statement. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, as I say, I, I looked at a couple of things and I had a couple of sort of uh, uh, points to, to ponder there, but I'll leave it because you were the original. So, so we'll go. Uh, thanks, Steve. Uh, end <laughs> up with that. Let's, let's leave it at that. And uh, thanks for joining me, guys. Uh, we'll, touch base. we'll touch base in the next two weeks. Thanks right. very much. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. Thanks Enjoy. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Yeah, thanks, Cheers. Bye. Thanks for having listened to this episode of Ears to You. Please tune in for our next episode.